Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hello, it's Katie here. You are listening to Be More Cleverer. Thanks for listening. Should get that out of the way. If you like what you hear, obviously follow us on Twitter and Instagram if you're not already at Be More Cleverer. And please do give us a little rating on your on your podcast app because it really gives us a bit of uh, uplift on the old... What are you doing to your... I'm being a bra. I'm being a podcast bra. Like So like the, the rating is the push-up bra and the podcast is the teats. We are the teats. We are the teats. We are the breasts. Would you be left or right? Hi, Casey. Or should I say, Zin Chow? Vietnamese. Zin Ka- Chow. Zin Chow. Catherine, yeah. you've been in Vietnam. I have. How was it? I actually don't care. I actually don't care. <laughs> Just go on my gram. You'll see all about it. Katie underscore Bowden. You know where to go. <laughs> we know, we know, we get it. You went to the Far East. Okay? Uh, anyway, I actually don't really care about that. Um, are you ready for my topic? So ready. No. Hang on. Yeah. What? I was confused. I, I thought, actually, maybe I won't do it. Maybe I just won't do an episode. I was going to quit. I was about to quit. No, you weren't. You've got nothing without me. <laughs> I've got nothing else. I've got, got nothing, nothing left. left. <laughs> uh... uh. This time, mm-hmm. I've got something that is kind of relevant for, to what we did this week. What have we done this week? We went to a sing-along. <gasps> that we did. This is the greatest show. Yeah. Um, so I'm going to tell you all about P.T. Barnum, <gasps> the greatest showman. Oh, my God. Phineas Taylor kind, Barnum. Kind of related. Very much related. We literally went to the greatest showman sing-along, which is about his life. <laughs> Well, you say that. Sorry, loosely connected. Inspired by. I will say, it is filled with absolute inaccuracies. Oh, brilliant. Filled. 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 So I thought... um, Saturated. Saturated with inaccuracies. So I thought I'd just kind of clear things up, because it's been on our minds. You'll now know a little bit Mm -hmm. about it because of the film. Are there going to be some spoilers in this for people who haven't seen the film? Nah. I mean, I I think people who listen to this probably the sort that would have... Watch the film. The yeah. Venn diagram bit in the middle is large, <laughs> full of people. Lots of musicals yeah. just in the middle. Mm. Um, so you may or may not know this, Katie. I don't know if we've really talked about it in the past. I'm quite the fan of the the myth and the legacy around the Barnum and Bailey Circus, the P.T. Barnum right situation. Mm. I, I have a big top. You, sorry, tattooed on my. <laughs> 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 I, uh, is that your grinder profile? 
<laughs> I don't have one. I'm in a committed relationship. <laughs> Get out of here. Um, He's listening. <laughs> Probably Hello. Isn't. He probably isn't. I have a... <laughs> <laughs> okay, so on my arm, I have tattooed a big top circus tent, right? Right, you do. You actually do. It's I'm red and white striped. I'm maybe looking I'll, at your big top. Maybe I'll <laughs> take, take a picture of it. actually not that big. <laughs> Shut up. Um... <laughs> Yeah, so it's it's. Uh, well, I you know what I got that because it reminds me. I kind of read a little bit about some of the theories and ideas that PT Barnum that had. That is so you. I read a little bit about a thing, <coughs> so I got it tattooed on me. <laughs> Absolutely classic. No, but I I really was enamoured by the ideas of uh, individuality and embracing the, your true self, which is what I thought. The his audit. Get it? You've got depth. Okay, guys. Um, <laughs> I thought I was an oddity. You know. <laughs> you so and do you know what you are an oddity. So that's that's fair. But Katie, the truth is far darker than we are led to believe. What? Yeah. But you don't care about you don't care about my individuality. You don't care about my, my tattoos. I'm just gonna get straight in with PT Barnum. I mean, this is, episode is not about you. That'll be one day. But so Katie, Hugh Jackman stars as the titular character. Phineas Taylor Barlam. Yes. In The Greatest Showman. This is The Greatest Show. But who is the real P.T. Barnum? I don't know. You're going to tell me. Come on. Want some quick you facts? Get the point. Just some quick ones. Just some quick ones. Just going to sprinkle some facts in to get you, to whet your appetite. Yes. So let's mm-hmm. kind of clear up some things from The Greatest Showman. Mm-hmm. He did own a museum of oddities. P.T. Yes. Barnum did own that museum. But. He didn't invent the circus as we know it in that film until yeah. he was 60 years old. 60. Mm-hmm. A he ripe was far older age. Then Hugh Jackman lets on. Okay, he is not 60. But he did popularize the opera. And okay. Jenny Lind was a real person. Ah. But. Did they do bits? There was never any hint of romance or an affair. Oh, God, you'd be livid. But their fans are up in arms. In fact, in fact I don't think it, it, it didn't end great, mm-hmm. their relationship as part business partners. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, she wanted to get better management, so she got rid of him and she gave all her money to charity. I she, mean, was, she was quite. In, I feel in the film they they do her a bit of a disservice. A cruel witch, isn't she? Yeah, but actually she was she was quite nice, and he was not. She's a little minx in the film. <laughs> as we'll find out, he was not great. So um, he was weird. Weird odd fact: he was involved in the first ever like lotteries of the time of eighteen. Lotteries. Let's cast our minds back the to the national 18, lottery. The national. US in it to win it with Nick Colonial Knowles. lottery. Okay. In the 1800s, he started a lottery, got quite rich from it, and mm-hmm. owned a convenience store when, by the time he was 21. Fair play. And then did some travelling around with some shows before he finally bought his museum. Oh. There is a lot to get through, so I want to run through some of the basics, the basic facts. Basics. Basics, okay. He was born in 1810 uh-huh. and lived to the ripe old age of 80. A good age. 80 years old. Uh, he was teetotal. Really? Didn't drink. Yeah, you don't see him... Uh, oh, actually, you do see him drink champagne in the film. And he does I'm that whole thing. this film. <laughs> and uh, has that whole moment with Zac Efron take oh, two shots. They have. They must have about eight, 18 shots each in, yeah. That, yeah, in just about for that, four minutes. For that song. <laughs> uh, a little side note, the Zac Efron character never existed. No. 
He was never Actually, you know what? That's kind of a good thing because if there was some character, if there was a person in real life, if there was a, a Philip, was he called Philip in the film? Yeah. If he, if he existed in real life and he was, didn't look like Zac Efron, yeah. I would still be okay with it because Zac Efron still exists. Actually, on that fact, I'm sure we'll post some pictures of the real life characters. And where can you find those pictures, Jack? You can find them on our Instagram, which is at Be More Cleverer. Or our Twitter. Which is also at Be More Cleverer. Brilliant. Carry on. Uh, yeah, but, but you'll, you'll see basically that they do not look like the actors. Aww. Uh, in later life, P.T. Barnum was also a politician and became the mayor of Bridgeport in Connecticut. Okay. Just a little fact. He got very involved with politics in his latter years. Uh, and he was an entrepreneur from a young age. And by the age of 12, he owned his first livestock. He got, you know, at 12 years old. We kind of see that in the film that he's a bit of a... Uh, a what's farmer's. the word? A little vagabond. He, like, he kind oh. of finesses his way into jobs, basically. Yeah, he's a bit... Um, I can't think of the word. He kind of... It, bit of a sort of not Dell boy. Yeah, no, but, but I get it. Know. I get that. Mm. Let's talk about the elephant in the room, Katie. Not the elephant from the, the elephant film. The elephant in the film. The elephant in the film. Yeah. Let's talk about the ele- no, the elephant in the room. I've, I've alluded to it. Easy Bonham wasn't wasn't a nice man. No. Well, okay, as with many things in life, it's not as clear cut. It's not as black and white as we think. There's there's lots to discuss, which we'll dissect. But he was a character with many flaws. Uh, he opened the Museum of Oddities, Barnum's American Museum, in 1841. When? In 1841. 1841. He was born in 1810. Yep. Storing knowledge. Remember, we're gonna do. I literally just remembered that we're gonna do a quiz at the end. Yes, remember the quiz. Uh, also, just remember that if you're listening, get a pen ready, maybe just for a yeah, bit. Yeah, yeah. Take some notes. So the film, The Greatest Showman, would have you believe that uh, Phineas T. Barnum, P.T. Barnum, P.T. Barnum if you're friends, uh, was a champion of acceptance mm-hmm. and, you know, kind of made people feel confident in the way that they looked. Be true to yourself. Oh, God. Oh, what you can tell me? Uh, oh, no. But many see that his profiting from putting people with abnormalities and disabilities on public display was exploitative. Oh. Yeah. Um, and even though Barnum possessed anti-slavery convictions, so he was a... He was a supporter of uh, abolishing slavery. Uh-huh. Mm. Oh no, what are you going to tell me? Both his actions as a showman and his freak shows could be considered racist, which is oh. very gross. Barnum is believed to have gotten his start as a showman in 1835, so we're rewinding a few years back before the museum. Uh-huh. Basically, he purchased an elderly African-American woman called yeah. Joyce Heth, she was blind and completely paralysed. I don't remember her in the film. She was not in the film. She, she was erased. And claimed that she had been George Washington's nurse and was over 160 years old. Right. So she was... Prob's a lie. Prob's a lie. And she was touted as the, world, the world's oldest woman, basically, and had all these tales to tell from the but old, the forefathers. They do hint at him, like, dressing up people in the film when they apply for the roles and he's like... I think you're Irish. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. So, so then I he becomes like the tall Irishman or something. Yeah. It? Yeah. So, it, yeah, he, his actions were dubious and, yeah, he did some kind of gross stuff, basically. It's important to address it. He did it. Uh, but uh, in later life, he 
seemingly saw the error of his ways and was a huge, huge supporter of um, abolishing slavery and, um, yeah, joined that movement in the Civil War. So. Do you know, I have to say at this point, if you are listening to this episode because you've searched The Greatest Showman because you're a big fan, like myself and Jackson, and uh, it's your first time listening to Be More Clever, firstly, welcome. Hello. Uh, hello. Uh, but we don't kill your dreams in every episode. No, uh, no. I, I want, uh, the, the show is a celebration of humanity. Okay. The film, not yeah. the show, but it is a show. The Greatest Show. Uh, life is not always that. And I think it's important <laughs> that we address that. Okay, carry okay? on. Sorry. Um, Just waited. People are flawed. And <laughs> Barnum was flawed. Okay. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Brilliant. I want to talk to you now, Katie, about actual elephants. Okay. Good elephants. Um, let's move right. this on. There's a lovely Barnum elephant loved in the film. animals. Great. Uh, and he opened the world's first aquarium within the museum. Mm-hmm. And in 1882, Barnum purchased Jumbo, the elephant. Jumbo? Jumbo. I think that's who that elephant he rides in at the end is meant to be. Rides Jumbo. Jumbo. Yeah, it does. Mm. That's no coincidence. Uh, he got Jumbo from London Zoo. Right. Yeah. Uh, but while Jumbo was being transported off a train in Canada, he was struck by a train. <gasps> no. Yeah. And he died. Oh. <laughs> Killed an elephant. Yeah, I mean, he he didn't drive the train into Jumbo. No, but someone killed an elephant. Yeah. Is, yeah. Like, I mean, why there was an elephant on train tracks, I'm not sure. Anyway, Barnum capitalised off Jumbo's death oh. and bought an elephant named Alice and sent her on tour with Jumbo stuffed. Imagine stuffing an elephant. That would. T- yeah, how much, how much, like, cotton wool would you have to put inside it? Literally loads. So much. Loads. Yeah, and then Alice died in a fire. Ah! Oh my god. Why are you laughing? I'm not. You're laughing at No, it's awful. It's awful. It's awful. Yeah, she died in 1886. So cool. I'm judging you. Carry on. No, sorry, it was your shock. Anyway, (laughs) Um, Barnum had an exhibit. I want to talk to you about 
more of his fraudulent activities. Because again, you're right, in the film they allude to this. Yeah. And I want to talk about another one. So he had an exhibit called the Fiji Mermaid in the 1840s. No doubt she wasn't from Fiji and she wasn't a mermaid. <laughs> Please tell me she was a mermaid. I need a real mermaid here, it Jackson. It quickly became the most famous fake mermaid on display. At the time, hoax mermaids were quite, quite common. Oh, really? Uh, they had upper bodies. The Vogue. They were very Vogue because people were traveling still and the sea was a vastly unexplored place. There could be humans who were fish. You don't know. I suppose. Yeah, a bit weird. Could actually be humans who are fish. Yeah. Anyway. You're quite that. David Attenborough just hasn't found them yet. You're quite salmon. What? You're quite salmon. Quite salmon? Yeah. You could be a fish. I don't want to hear this. Anyway. Um, Give me knowledge. The Fiji mermaid had the upper body of an ape and was sewn onto a fish. Okay. So it was half ape, half fish. Ape? Yeah. That's how, that's how he faked the mermaid. He, S- he sewed together an ape's body and a fish's... Sorry, an ape's upper body and a fish's legs. Not legs. A fish's legs? <laughs> they, <laughs> don't, <laughs> they don't have legs. This horrifying image. <laughs> <laughs> no. Um, I don't want to kill your dreams any longer. Uh, um, Tom Thumb, the bearded. What? <laughs> <laughs> What's going on? Tom Thumb, the bearded lady, dog boy, and the tattooed Prince Constantine. Yes. All existed. The bearded lady. They were real people. Um, but Barnum met a tiny four-year-old boy named Charles Sherwood Stratton. Yes. In 1842. 1842. Charles was only 25 inches tall. Not big. Not big at all. He taught Charles how to sing and dance and renamed him Tom Thumb. I see. Yeah. Uh, He became so popular that he travelled with Barnum all around Europe and they did actually meet Queen Victoria. Oh. Which I kind of thought maybe that bit would have been made up. That was the maddest bit of the film, wasn't it? (laughs) Which is like, (laughs) fake. (laughs) But real. Uh. Uh. (laughs) (laughs) So I said that Barnum only launched the circus in his late part of life, in his 60s. Some would say not late now. That's quite early. Life begins at 60, wouldn't you say, Jack? (laughs) (laughs) Shut up. I'm not that old. Um, So his museum did burn down. Oh, no. Yeah. Uh, It was destroyed twice by a fire. So after the second time, he's like, I'm taking this off, off on the run. He teamed up with a famous partner, James Bailey, and they launched the Barnum and Bailey's Circus in 1881, and they made a fortune together, and they run the greatest show on earth. Oh. This is the greatest show. This is the greatest show. A few little mop-up facts for you, Casey. A few little mop-up facts. (laughs) You mopping up? You really Uh, got my face as you said that. (laughs) Mop-up. Mop-up. Thomas Edison, remember him, the inventor? Yeah. Remember him. You're not friends. Buddy. He captured P.T. Barnum's voice on a wax cylinder, making him one of the first voices ever to be recorded. In a wax cylinder? That was the old format. for That's how you recorded sound, audio waves. Oh. Yeah. It, so, so we have a recording of P.T. Barnum's voice, um, which is one of the first ever preserved and noted down. Is it real? Is it not just Hugh Chapman going... Here it is. This is how it sounds. I like to address the world through the medium of the latest wonderful invention, Edison Photograph. So that my voice 
make my great soul will reach future generations and be heard centuries after I have joined the great... Huh. I mean, it's not the clearest. It's like a phone conversation no. with my mum on a landline. <laughs> Love those. I've had several. Oh, what? Shut, shut, what? Yeah, mum, <laughs> just stop, take me off loudspeaker. Anyway, <laughs> that's how it sounds. And that's kind of amazing that we have that. Yeah. Uh, he was part of a collective who created and built Madison Square Garden. What? Yeah. Random. They created a, a show space, which is now Madison Square Garden. Mm -hmm. And shortly before his death, Barnum allowed a newspaper to run his obituary so he could read it in advance before he actually died. He knew really? he was dying and he put it in the paper so he could read it. I might do that. Uh, and when he died, he was buried in a self-built cemetery alongside Tom Thumb. Wow. I see. Wow. That is... Tom and P.T., name a more iconic duo. <laughs> I'll wait. I'll wait. Stop waiting. <laughs> what, you won't Gemma wait Collins long. and the donkey. The little horse. The horse. Yeah. The pony. Clearly not that iconic. <laughs> she got that animal wrong. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> uh, yeah, so that is Phineas Taylor Barnum. Good episode. That's it for right? this episode of Be More Clever. Thanks so much for no, listening. No, no. <laughs> no, no. Rewind. Hit pause. Get a pen and paper. It's time for your pop quiz. Katie, you ready for your quiz? You ready for no. your quizzy? Okay, yeah. I <laughs> think you're sufficiently ready. You've had all had enough time, so don't at me. Question one. <laughs> When did P.T. Barnum start the circus? How old was he? 60. Correct. <gasps> ding, ding, ding. I'm actually happy with one out of five. So, whatever happens here and in. No, I, I actually would like more than that. Sorry. I think you get a next one. Where was Jumbo the elephant purchased from? London Zoo. You said London Zoo? You're correct. I mean, if that comes up in a pub quiz, good God. <laughs> <laughs> Niche. But you'll know. How tall was Tom Thumb? 20... Hang on. Sorry, pause. Give you the opportunity to pause and think, listener. 25 inches. 25 inches. That's quite quite big. Have you had 25 inches before? Pizza. It's quite big. Is it correct, Jackson? It's correct. <gasps> I'm actually really pleased with this. You've got Literally, three out of five. at the point I said earlier about the quiz, that was the point that I started thinking, oh crap, I remembered that there was a quiz happening. So, What was the name of the fake mermaid that Barnum exhibited? Oh, I actually genuinely can't remember what you said. You said it as well. You kind of said it when, you were, when we talked about it. You were like, I bet it's not this and I bet it's not this. I bet it's not a... Yeah, but I got distracted when you started talking about fish legs. I bet it's not a mermaid <laughs> and I bet it's not from... The, the Fiji mermaid. Fiji. Correct. <laughs> yes, thank you for all the clues. The Fiji mermaid. I'll never forget that now. That's useful, thank you. Yeah, just think of it like Fiji. 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 And Miss question Fiji. number Fiji. <laughs> Miss Fiji. Number five. Number five. Mumbo number five. <laughs> Who did Barnum team up with to make the circus a success? Oh, Zac Efron. No, didn't exist, but um, this person did. That happened in 1881, didn't it? It did. Oh, what was his name? 
Sam something? No, but there are a few uh, there are a few Sams with this. Surname. No, I can't remember. What was it? James Bailey. No, I wouldn't have got that. Sorry, okay, Jack. four out of five. Four out of five, that's quite good, isn't it? Let's know what you got back at home. Back at home? What, in in, in Wales? In the valleys? <laughs> in Scarty? Oh, are we I thought in we Bardi. I thought we were only doing this to people of Wales, sorry. <laughs> Didn't realise this is going anywhere else. Uh, well done. International. We're big in Japan, huh? Don't forget. We are, we yeah. are, we very much are. Um that's alright, wasn't it? Sort of. <laughs> Yeah, that was all right. Do you, what, you want an appraisal now? <laughs> Is that what we do? <laughs> Pros and cons. <laughs> yeah. How could you improve? Yeah, that is um, P.T. Barnum. And demystifying the greatest showman. I thoroughly enjoyed that. Um, so now we end the podcast. Jack's just off to head back to Sketty and put on a greatest show with his big top. <laughs> I can't believe you said Disgusting. that. Disgusting. Defile. Gross. I hate you. Fiji. <laughs> Vanjie. <laughs> Hope you enjoyed that. That was Be More Cleverer. If you liked what you heard, make sure you rate us on your podcast app and follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Be More Cleverer. And if you've got an idea of something that you think we should do a podcast about, or if you want to get in touch with us for whatever reason, really, email us hello at bemorecleverer.com. Thanks. 